gather round, join us for a spell. There is magic to be found, and stories here to tell. Feed the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Howdy, howdy. We have some people to shout out. Thank you so much for the reviews, you all. First, we want to say thank you to the Imaginary Restaurant. Hi, you. And a big thank you to Switzerland87. Thank you for the review. It's really nice to read. Made yeah. me feel good. And thank you because it helps other people find us. And every time we get a new review, within a couple of weeks, we've got people reaching out to us on Instagram. So we really appreciate it because it helps us grow and and we like that. We like our bonfire <laughs> getting bigger and brighter. We do. We do. So thank you so much. Y'all, it's February 4th. February 4th. In Seattle. And it, we had some nice days of like, oh, it's warm outside. And now it's not. It's so cold It's out. so cold. And windy. And it's cold in this basement. Even <laughs> though it's a daylight basement, it's cold. It's so cold. All the so, heat goes up. Yeah. So that's what you're hearing there in the background. That beautiful. That beautiful space heater. <laughs> pointed at my little toes. <laughs> Okay, I do have babble today. Tell me everything. I got a haircut. You did. It's very cute. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. It's really hard for me to cut my hair short, and I had kept saying, my hair's never been this short. And Tammy reminded me that, yes, when I first came out, I cut my hair really short because I had an idea of what a dyke should look like. And yes. I, I was not that kind of dyke. It did not work for me. So I haven't had short hair for a really, really long time because I prefer long hair. But I don't know what got into me. I had to do it. And here's why I bring it up. Yes. Not to talk about or elicit compliments, but thank you. Because it, it has informed my magic in a different way. Because I use my hair so much. I fiddle with my hair so mm, much. The braids I, and whatnot. Yeah, every single day. I had a great hairstylist. They were really supportive of everything I was talking about. And they did exactly what I wanted. But we talked for a moment about leaving... A string of hair that I could braid. Like and, a Padawan braid? Yeah. And, you know, tuck in. We decided not to. Like a what? A Padawan braid. What's a Padawan braid? Oh. Oh, please tell me. Oh, I'm the nerd in the room. Okay. Oh, please. I love this. So in Star Wars, a young <gasps> Jedi is called a Padawan. Duh. And they've got the little braid. I knew that. Or like a rat tail, I guess, but on yeah. the side. They called it a rat tail. <laughs> yes. I like, I think if they'd called it a Padawan, I would have like eventually. My brother had a Padawan it. braid until <gasps> we were in My Fair Lady and he finally cut oh, it off. Oh, no way. He was a full ass adult. I love that. I love him. <laughs> I love you, Chris. You know. I know you're not listening, but I know your wife is. Hi, Mary. I love you a lot. <laughs> Remember when Chris had that braid? Okay. I I, know. I do. Now I want one. <laughs> and I'm thinking it because I think I might keep it. The other thing that it did is that I'll try to make this as short a story as possible. It has brought to light how I have not pushed myself to develop a certain part of my body the left side when I dry my hair and I if I don't want to look very lopsided I have to use the hair dryer to do one side of my hair I can't cheat the way I did when I had longer hair 
And I was like, and that, because you're creating new pathways because you're moving your body a different way. I have had epiphany after epiphany of like, this has gone into metaphor after metaphor of how my life of what I haven't looked at and what magic I haven't used and what I could do differently if I just worked out this muscle. And by muscle, although yes, I am talking about my arm, I'm not. I'm talking about the metaphoric muscles that have come to me while drying my hair for the five days so anyway yeah that's what I wanted to share with everybody change perspective I feel like the hanged man right now (laughs) changing your hair is big it It is like changes everything about the way you interact with at least changed everything for me when I cut my hair off every time I've done it changes everything about the way you interact with your hair it's so true yeah I'm fully back in my I'm never cutting it again phase except to Mm -hmm. keep like the ends happy yeah because I'm every single time inevitably I miss it immediately or not like immediately, but like really almost immediately. Yeah. And I've had hair that was so short. So, so short. I want to see pictures. I was in, you saw it probably when I was in The Iceman Cometh. No. Jim didn't want us using wigs, so he had us, <gasps> oh. if we were willing, cut our hair. And I, I was like, sure. That. Yeah. So I played an old a- man. Was that after I left or right before I got there? Might have been after you left. Wow. Might have been my senior year, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, wow. But I had very short hair. It was senior year because of my graduation photos. I have mm. my hair that fat. Wow. Yeah. And you missed it. Oh, immediately. Yeah. I almost always do, too. Even when I get just a little. Like, usually it's, like, in between. Usually it's on my shoulder. Yeah. But sometimes I'll cut it where it's just below my jawline and Mm -hmm. I'm like that's too short that's too short (laughs) I have to let it what did I what was I thinking and I go through hair trauma I did not not any but it is an Emma Thompson haircut from a not so great movie called Love Punch (laughs) which is adorable and a fun way to spend a couple of hours but don't think groundbreaking great Pierce Brosnan is in it the guy who plays Wormtail Peter something wonderful it's silly. It's wonderfully silly. Well, yeah. you chose an excellent yeah. model to thank you to, to shape your hair. Thank off you. Of. I like yeah. to think of myself as no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> anyway, think about it. Not even your hair. Just when you change stuff. Yeah. Try to notice how it changes your magic and if it opens you up to new portals of information and downloads and spirits chatting at you. Yeah. Elements chatting at you. Yeah. yeah. That was it. That was my babble. How about it's you? great babble. I don't really have any. <laughs> okay. I don't think. I'm really grateful to be home, but I also wish I was still at Disneyland. Really? Yeah. I had a really great time. Mm. I was playing video games this morning with the group that went. Um, it was really nice to hang out with them because I haven't hung out with them since, really. Oh. And, well, I hung out with Chris because he's our DM and we had D&D on Friday after I got back, but... It was just nice to, to talk to everybody and hang out, and I miss everybody, and it was a really magical trip, and I wish that I was still on vacation, because it was fun and good. So I miss them, because two of them live in Austin. Austin, Texas? Yeah, so they're far away. Whoa. Yeah, that is far away. And the other two live a long enough drive away that it's like, <laughs> I can't visit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Community's awesome. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So is Star Wars The Old Republic, which is an MMO video game. It's really fun. One of these days, I'm going to have time, and I'm going to dive deep and be the biggest Star Wars geek again that you will ever imagine. Yeah. Because I miss it. And I don't know as much. Like, you said that, and I was like, what? 
I should have known that. I threw it at you out of context mm. in a big way. Mm, doesn't matter. Should have known. <laughs> should have known. No excuse. Don't try to make excuses for me. I am lacking right now. I am <laughs> lacking. All right. That's cool. That's all I got. What are we talking about today, Corey? Well, we're venturing into the a world that I usually go to Detta for advice about, which is herbs. Herbs. We're doing an Elements of Ritual episode. Elements. All about arrowroot. <laughs> And I was so happy. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to head out to the library? I would love to go to the library. Let's do it. All right. You have some library. I have some library stuff. Okay. So. (gasps) Oh, my God. I just have to stop you for just a moment. Corey literally, like, brought up the note. Oh. Brought up the notebook, and it was just the most awesome thing ever. It's dark in here, and oh. so the light is behind me, so I just, it's good. So I lifted it up, and also if I was trying to look at it on the table, I'd have to, like, be way down here. Yeah. And then we, now we can't hear her. Yeah. It was sunny out, and now the sun's gone the away. The sun's gone, yeah. So I should turn on Maybe some lights. Maybe that's why it got cold. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about some scientific details of arrowroot. Let's do it. Before we dive into all the fun, magic-y stuff. It is a starch made from the rootstock of the Maranta arundinacea, ornacea, and Zamia integrifolia, and Manahat esquilenta, or cassava root. Yeah. The Japanese arrowroot is known colloquially as kudzu. In India, it's known as palua. And there are so many types of arrowroot and so many names for the same type of arrowroot in a lot of places. That's a thing about plants. We've talked about it before. I think we talked about it with Amy from Botanical. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about how difficult it is to learn about herbs and stuff if you don't know a bunch already because of all of the colloquial names for everything makes it hard to like determine what you're talking about yeah you really in order to figure out what species you're talking about you need to get that latin you need to get that scientific scientific name name. yeah and it and the reason that they're all arrowroot is because they've got the same makeup yeah basically but not completely they're just a little bit different the same family but they're the same family and they taste really similar yeah Uh, Arrowroot has been cultivated as early as 7,000 years ago. Cultivated. And that doesn't mean grown, friends. That means intentionally grown. Cultivated. People were growing it on purpose as early as 7,000 years ago. The name might come from Aru Aru or Meal of Meals, which is from the Arawak people in the Caribbean. It may come from the arrowroot, from treating arrow wounds. It used to be used in paper making, and it is native to Guyana and Brazil. So, there's a lot to know about the like origins of the plant. It's in a lot of places. It's on a lot of continents. That is my library stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we get to the bonfire, I'll talk a little bit about how it's used in... Uh, magic and how it's used in more mundane ways also awesome that i think dovetail nicely with magic but yeah it is it's not just the plant it's the starch from the root so like it's it's important to remember that 
there are other parts of, for instance, the kudzu plant that might be valuable for magic, but arrowroot is the starch from the root itself. It's processed. Whenever somebody says processed, and it's so hard for me to... It's hard to uncouple it. Yeah, it is yes. so hard for me to Process uncouple doesn't it. necessarily mean Bad. artificial additives or yeah. anything like that. Process no, literally means it goes through a process to be to end up in its state that yep. it is usable. It for is transformed. Example, Olives are processed Mm -hmm. because you can't eat them raw because they're bad if you (laughs) eat them raw. Cashews are processed because their shells have acid on them that'll burn your mouth and hands off. Just remember. But yeah, it's the starch that is derived from the processing of the root of the plant. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's my library. The library that I have was also the name and that it came from different and that I was shocked about the 7,000 years and the migration. I know. And that some of them are the exact same species. Like, the, and I love that you said might be after the name of might be because we're not sure yeah. that it was, we're not exactly sure where the name came from because 7,000 years, people. And there's so many places that use it yeah. that have different names for it that they named it for reasons that made sense to their culture. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And I love that so much. I my library was is that it is safe to ingest, although I am not a medical doctor and this is for entertainment purposes only. It is widely known that it is safe to ingest and it is also safe to make uh, sachets with like Mm. if you want to put herbs in it and also I know this because I've done this. You can make incense with it. It can be your binder because it is a starch. It burns clean. It It's not, as with anything that you are burning, if you are smelling it, please be careful. Those are little particles. That's It's just like campfire smoke is still smoke, everyone. So just be safe. And the other library that I had is I read this article on the AP and it was published at 1257 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on February 17th, 2018 by a staff writer. I wanted to find out who the heck it was, but they were interviewing people in the Caribbean and their first line was, if you ask anybody on the street in the Caribbean, hey, if you bring up arrowroot, their faces just light up and they start telling you stories of comfort food. They start talking about dumplings or pastries that they make with it. And because you can also use it straight as a flour, although I've heard from a lot of people that it just mixing other flours with it is is better because it is more like cornstarch than it is like wheat flour. But arrowroot and coconut flour and almond flour and one other flour that I can't remember. It's not tapioca though. Make an amazing substitute gluten-free option and arrowroot biscuits are really good for you. It's really, it does a lot of healthy things, but we can talk about that out at the bonfire. Yeah. So that was my library. Well, you've actually segued me beautifully into my topic my first topic for the bonfire. So oh my gosh. We should head out Let's there. go. Let's go now. <laughs> Hurry. Okay, I'm here. Tell me everything. Okay. First of all, just getting this out of the way, it is used a lot in hoodoo magic, in luck spells, gambling spells, and things like that. That is where it is pre- predominantly used in a lot of 
magic work. I will talk a little bit more about how I use it in magic in a bit. Okay. But first, let's talk about ingesting it. So, like you mentioned, it can be used in foods as a flour type mm-hmm. thing. So, it is used to thicken foods. It is odorless and nearly devoid of nutritional value, like nutrient value. Not to say benefit, but just nutrient value. It's like there's nothing in there. It's There's no caloric intent or content. Which is why it has a lower glycemic glycemic index, yeah. which is, if you have diabetes, such a great alternative. Yes. It can be added to baked goods for a lighter texture. It can be used to alleviate tummy troubles. Again, we're not doctors. This is things yeah. that it is reported to help with. It can be used as a binder, like Dada said, for incense, but it can be used as a binder for vegetarian dishes, like if you're making veggie patties or something. It can replace egg. Mm. It can replace cornstarch. And it can replace flowers. Dada mentioned that it is better to combine it. That's what I have read as well. It's mm-hmm. better to mix it with other things. Um, but it is, I found a recipe for zucchini fritters using arrowroot that I want to try very much. And I also think that the next time that I make biscuits and gravy, I might use arrowroot to thicken my gravy and combine it with my flour. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It does. You can, well, even without the flour though. I like the flavor. Uh, oh, <laughs> If you're if you're gluten free, mm-hmm. it makes a great slurry, which is the stuff that you yes. use to thicken a gravy. There are graphs and charts that you can find that tell you like the ratios. Yeah. But for cornstarch, it's pretty much one to one. Yeah. Uh, and for a lot of other ones, you're gonna read those eighteen hundred page fucking food blog recipes where they're like, "So I tried it like this, but it turned out to be better like this." And it's like, "Just give me the recipe, please." But yeah, <laughs> I love that you went on a trip to like the caribbean but please just tell me how to make this and they're going to be able to find like conversion rates and Mm -hmm. and ratios and things like that i think that it's great to put i have two other categories to talk about but if you want to come in first no go for it okay another way that it is used a lot is on the body it is used in dry shampoos it is used in cosmetics and other like topical applications and it is used as an emulsifier a mattifier, so to make you less shiny, and to soften skin and reduce inflammation. We were just talking about inflammation, yeah. you and I. And you can look up arrowroot, like Google the words arrowroot and hair or arrowroot and makeup, and you're going to find absolutely no shortage of stuff to either make yourself or mm-hmm. purchase from someone. It's everywhere. If I can, yes. because this could go on on body. As far as healing magic, mm-hmm. infusing it into solves is really popular. You can also find so many recipes that, uh, you know, put it with comfrey, put it with other things because it's just such a, it's so good for your skin. Yeah. It's so good for your skin. And it's so good for topical healing yeah. stuff because if you don't know, I just realized I used a word that you might not know what it means. Emulsifier. So an emulsifier, the emulsification process is what happens when you take an oil and something that does not combine with oil and make it combine. Mayonnaise is an emulsification of 
eggs and oil and a number of other things. Okay. Hollandaise sauce is an emulsification. Many body creams are emulsified, particularly if they're like wax based or mm. butter, like cocoa butter based. And, and like solves. That. Yeah. And solves. Yeah. yeah. So if this can be used as an emul- amazing, why not use it to make your solves more creamy and, and easy to use? Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people that used it in place of um, talk and oh, stuff sure. in their in their privates. <laughs> and other places like powder, like instead of baby powder. Good for yeah. chub rub. Oh, Love it. Oh, yeah. Didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because gold bond or other stuff is stuff people use. But when it comes to me and arrowroot, I have no idea where I heard this. But I heard this ages and ages and ages ago, back before I think even I knew you, which has been a long time now. It- it can be used in spells requiring grave dirt as a replacement. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't know where I heard that, but Dada just made a face that said that she also thinks that. So, or at least has heard it. So I feel good. I feel validated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you have a, a recipe, sure. A spell. Yeah, yeah a spell. That requires graveyard dirt, you can use arrowroot in place of that. Because not everybody can get to a graveyard. Nope. And... I can speak to why I believe that is. Please. Even though, so it's a root. This is the other thing that I wanted to mention. When, e- Even though right now we don't have a problem finding arrowroot, just like other things that become really popular, they can be over-harvested. Mm. And when you're harvesting arrowroot, even though, like Corey said, there are other parts of the plant you can use, when you're using arrowroot, they have pulled the plant out and taken the root and that plant is no more it is in your hand so source it ethically please use it i mean use it i don't want to scare you from using it like the way i used to when i got crayon boxes and didn't want to mess them up you can use it it is not on an endangered species list but be mindful be mindful of that and i think that's one of the reasons it is a root it is digging deep into the ground and that connection with root plants I think connect you a little bit more to the underworld and arrowroot specifically when we talk about it 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 draws out poison it has some powerful elements to it the fact that it can draw out rattlesnake poison and other poisons that to me like screams scorpions and scorpions to me scream death death magic and and you know and power too i mean scorpions are pretty freaking powerful i i'm not i'm not i don't want to throw them under the bus they're beautiful but i'm good with not seeing yeah yeah i am i am too (laughs) but they're ancient it literally has its roots go deep and they go long, combined with the fact that it can can draw away death. I That's why that. I think. Uh, I also like to use it for luck spells. But another thing that I have found arrowroot really useful for, and it's something that you can all borrow if you mm-hmm. want, because it is edible, I like to use it to soup up my salt blends. Oh, so I will put the arrowroot and the salt and whatever is going in the salt into a mortar pestle and smush it all up together. And then that makes a lovely little blend that you can ingest. Mm-hmm. So that's a helpful thing. And 
you know, now that I know more about it as a thickener, I'm really excited mm-hmm. to add it to more of my existing, like, spell slash recipes. Because you all know that I love to cook. I love to do magic with my food. And this is an exciting way for me to add a little bit more and have a little bit more available to me as far as spells I can do that I can eat. Yeah. Because sometimes you do a thing and you're like, well, how am I going to get that type of vibe or material into a food? And now you have it. That's how. And there it is. It's really amazing. It's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to say that it's like, because we, again, can use it as a substitute. I have used it as a substitute for grave dirt. But what you had said that it has no nu- nutritional value, mm-hmm. but it does all these other nutritional like yeah. things that it might feel like in between that liminal kind of feeling of not committed to one side or the other. You know what yeah. I mean? It has no caloric yeah. uh, value. It's It's got stuff in it. But mm-hmm. it's like also not really got anything in it, you know? Yeah. That's why taking on it. That's what I was going to say. It allows other properties to shine. Or to join. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like arrowroot biscuits, if you've never had one, they're really good. Of course, they do have sugar in them. But you can make them with other things like yeah. agave or honey or applesauce. Yeah. They're really, really good. Yum. And they're good for you. They're digestives. In Britain, you can Digest-y. get arrowroot. I think I, I I had read that arrowroot could be this unifying, bringing together family kind of stuff, and I've never used it for that kind of spell work. For me, <laughs> of money spells works really great for money spells. Fast money spells doesn't necessarily work, but you could I think make it work to keeping that money because it is a binder. When I think about binding this, because I've used it for incense before, I think about the kind of binding that you could make a temporary binding with it. Like for an animal, if you're taking care of them, you're, if you're their human, like when you go on vacation, doing a little binding spell to keep the animal with you and they don't get lost, you know, that kind of stuff. That's the kind of binding spell. You could use it, I think, for probably if you wanted to do a big binding spells and we have whole episodes on that Mm -hmm. yeah binding spells are a whole thing (laughs) but I um when I meditate with it sometimes I get Santa Muerta I I, she comes to me I don't know exactly why and maybe somebody out there does but I associate arrowroot with her a lot well it feels if I might yeah please have an idea maybe why yeah 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 is that Arrowroot's kind of a neutral, it feels like a neutral sort of yes, like and that's, element. And yes. her whole thing is like, I don't pick a side really mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Neutral was the word I was looking yeah, for maybe earlier. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I do think of that. It's like, you know, I love you no matter what. You want to kill that person? Here, I'll help you. <laughs> you want to save that person? Here, I'll help you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. goddess. I like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think wh- that neutral, true neutral is terrifying, but also like incredibly oh. cool. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Yeah. That's why I don't, yeah. I'm not trying to make a sweeping generalization here, uh-huh. but people in TTRPGs who play true neutral characters, oh, you're either working something out, in which case Godspeed, or you're a 
fucking monster, man. You said that on one of our very, very first episodes. Did I? Because I remember that so clearly. I was like, why? And you explained. And like, maybe that's just in my experience. But And if you were like, I've been playing this like true neutral paladin or whatever. That's probably not a paladin, but you know what I mean? That would be weird to have a true neutral paladin. They're usually lawful something. But like, please let me know. But in my experience, the true neutrals are the people who identify with the Joker. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> a very Loki or like Coyote that's, kind no, of not character. Loki or Coyote. No, the Joker. The Joker. Loki is different. The Joker. Like, I don't. We don't have time. Oh, okay. I'm okay. talking about Joker from Batman. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Yeah, that's a whole. Oh, the yeah. nerds out there will catch the vibe I'm throwing, but it's just it's very freaky. Make me so jealous. I want to be a nerd like you. I can fill you in later. (laughs) Um, But no, that sounds, yeah, neutral is scary to me. Yeah, but neutral can also be good because it can reflect back other colors, other vibes, other energies. That might be why you get Santa Marta when you. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's exactly why. At least part of it. Yeah, she shows up a lot when I'm working with her. Before I knew who she was. Well, cool. I just really got, like, acutely began missing, fuck, what's his name? Tomas. Tomas. I just began, I just began to really acutely miss Tomas. Me too. (laughs) That's why I knew where you were going. I love that guy. God, what a I have such a platonic crush on that guy. Ugh, Tomas. If you're out there listening, hey. We love you. We still love you, buddy. Maybe we'll throw up a shout so you know we're thinking of you. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of that, yes. any other magical spells that you want to talk about? I'm just really excited to start using it in foods. Yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I know you can buy it in the spice aisle. Yeah. But I never knew really what it was used for in foods. Mm. I just knew what it was used for in magic. So it's like, that's I know. Wild I know. That's me. so backwards. No, just for you, it for is. For me, it's yeah. backwards. Yeah. But I'm really excited to use it. I'm really excited to use it. It's really cool. Remember when you're doing a spell and you're using elements to think of the sacred exchange. Mm -hmm. And I think with root vegetables and root powders, when you're dealing with that kind of stuff, be I don't want it to be scary. I'm not trying to scare anybody. But just make sure that you are willing to make that sacred exchange. What's Mm -hmm. the cost? Um, What do you need to donate or and what can you do to mitigate cost to the supply there's something else and it's not sacrifice it's mitigate yes i'm here for the words i got the words thank you word word girl you've got the ideas i've got the words okay should we talk about sparks yeah let's do it okay i went first i'll go first this time okay nayana lafond is an artist and a sculptor, and they've done other work, and they're an archivist or an nice. activist. That was their word that I found on their website. And if you don't know who she is, the woman who made the very first red hand over a Native woman's face that has become the symbol for missing, missing indigenous. Yeah. She's based in Canada. She is Canadian, but of course tribes are all over in the United States and Canada and there are so many missing women and violence against indigenous women is higher than almost any other race and the missing women and murdered women 
of our Native sisters is huge. Something I actually want to try to get involved in. And she's gotten involved in it in many ways, but her biggest way is with art. And she is prolific. She also has other art, though. Her sculpture work is beautiful. She has other work that deals with some of the stuff that happened in COVID-19. She's she's just amazing. So go check out her pages. Nayana Lafond, N-A-Y-A-N-A. And Lafond, L-A capital F-O-N-D. And if you put in that name and missing indigenous women, she will probably come up. But again, it'll be in our notes. It'll be in our show notes and our spark and on our Instagram. Some of these sculptures that are up in public places are so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all gorgeous. Yeah. I just Googled the word, the name Nayana and I got, um, I got Nayana Lafond and I got another. Oh, another? Well, I got a, I just typed in the word Nayana. And I got a um, musician. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, so. What is your spark? My spark. Sorry, I got distracted looking at art. It's so beautiful. It's hard not to just kind of. So. Yeah. Okay. My spark this week is called, it's a publication called Them. So the website is them.us. And they are a news, culture, entertainment style community publication that deals in basically queer news, queer pop culture, queer media. So it is great. The headline like homepage article right now on them.us is the 55 best LGBTQ plus horror movies of all time, (laughs) uh, which is great. And they, I follow them on Instagram and it's where I get a lot of my updates and news about bills that are passing or up for being passed it's where i get they have a lot of links to like the aclu so it's really up to date on what's going on there that's awesome there's an article right now called what's at stake for lgbtq plus rights in 2024 and that's you know a really good article i looked at sometimes the headlines are very bummery but sometimes they're very fun like there was an article about why queers should care about who travis kelsey is and it was hilarious because like hey are you queer and wondering who this football guy is all over your feeds here's what you need to know (laughs) and it was very funny so like it's not all the the hard stuff but it is gonna also keep you abreast of that hard stuff yeah so i really enjoy them.us and if you're looking for more queer news and queer outlets that is one that i recommend i'm on the site right now (laughs) And one of the articles is Renee Rapp still believes Regina George is a lesbian. And since Mean Girls, the musical just came out, I, yeah, yeah. I'm with her. I believe her too. I want to read the article though. It's it's, it's a great. really fun, really fun website. And How they have fun. a really good Instagram. Because unlike, and I don't want to call out BuzzFeed, but I will say a thing that we all probably might think if we follow BuzzFeed it's getting exhausting the way that BuzzFeed will release the same article for on four different posts with a slightly different picture. No. It's really tiring. Them.us does not do that. BuzzFeed, knock it off. Knock it off. Ugh. I know you're trying to get engagement, but like that's not it. That's not it, fam. I will go away from that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Them.us. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to like hang out there all the time now. It's pretty fun. Yeah. They do really fun stuff around holidays where they like the horror movies. <laughs> yeah. And hey, 
to our new patrons. Yes, hello, welcome. Hello, and to those of you who leveled up, oh my gosh, you you all, yeah. you're swell. And remember, you can do that. You can come in and when you got the bucks, if you want to level up, you can. And if you want to go back down to that zone where you still get all that stuff yeah. and... You just can't afford it all. We've made an affordable way to do that. So we'd love to see you yeah. rather than not see you. Yeah. yeah. I also, I'm not going to give you like a number or anything, but I'm currently manifesting a goal that I have for our Patreon for the end of 2024. So if you know a friend and you're like, I'm going to actually maybe say something to them about this thing because I think they would like it. Please let a friend know. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to see you there. We do that work too, but... You all, you, your friends trust you more than they trust us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking of things going on in the community, our community, the second half of the Dyson Magic course has officially gone up by the time you're listening to this. So if you are looking for a very fun class that will teach you about how to use TTRPG mechanics in your magic and you want to have a good time nerding out about that, it is available. If um, pricing is a barrier for you, please reach out personally and we will figure something out. We got codes, baby. It's just a really good time. And I had a really fun time making it. And I think the, the people taking it currently are having a pretty good time. So, and if that's not for you necessarily, but you know a nerd in your life that you're like, I bet this nerd would like this, please send them the link, which is in our link tree. I think, I think that's it. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Until next time, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't do that last time because of kitty. Oh. <laughs> there are so many kitties right now. So okay. many kitties. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.